Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic day so far and that the sun is shining on you. My name is Angie and I'm part of the Savvy team. And today I am joined by our amazing off the hook senior bookkeeper, senior bookkeeper and financial consultant, Sharon. How are you today, Sharon? I'm fantastic, Angie. Oh, love it. Love it. So before we go into this episode, I want to do one more shout out of our series because I was just speaking with Lauren Wildash from Numbers Help Desk the other day, and um, I just wanted to reiterate something and some feedback she gave us, which I think you would really like, is that she said once again that she loves listening to the podcast and thinks of it as catching up with a friend every week. Which is nice. As bookkeepers, mm-hmm. it, we're so secluded from everyone, and very rarely we have friends who actually know what we go through. So, I really enjoy being able to do the podcast to kind of give that friendship feeling and feel like we can talk about things going on as well. I don't know about you because you've just started the podcast. Do you get that feeling as well? Mm, yes. Yeah. Like you know, it's not just me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really great. And everyone, you know, anytime you say something, you can be like, yeah, all of the listeners are definitely understanding what I mean. Um, It's just, it's really great. So thank you for listening, Sharon. Um, Lauren, you're Sharon. (laughs) 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 Thank you for listening, Sharon. And um, Lauren, my goodness. And um, hopefully, I'm not with it today. Hopefully, uh, you will get some really great tips and tricks in today's episode, where Sharon and I are going to be finishing off our bookkeeping reporting series, where we're actually going to be discussing some tips that we use and you use yourself to help explain bookkeeping reports to clients, because it is so hard to do it without making them making them feel I'm going to say the word stupid because they're not just because they don't get it doesn't mean that they're not that they're stupid so it it's really hard I think you know one of the hardest things I think is as a bookkeeper we know how important these reports are to their business owners to our clients and we probably look at them more than what they do Exactly. And it's so hard to, one, help them understand that they need to make the time to understand what the reports are saying and help them also understand the difference between the reports. I think the thing that I even get from some of my other freelance mentoring clients is that they actually don't know the difference between a well for one of them uh, quite a few of them don't know what a spreadsheet is but 
like you know knowing the difference between cash flow bass actually budgets and what's the difference between profit and revenue and it's hard to get them to know that it's okay to know to know that you don't know it but I would I need you to spend the time with me as your bookkeeper to learn what this means so I can help your business I I so understand that because just using the word profit I mean so many people don't realize that there's actually three different types of profit Mm. you can have a gross profit a net profit and an operating profit what's the difference between them all yeah (laughs) and it's it's terrifying and it gets to the point that a lot of clients become terrified and afraid of actually knowing what's happening with their financials because it might not mean something great and so they try and postpone it they become the most amazing people at finding something else to do or they just completely ignore the fact that they need to look at it and ignore your emails yeah they just go okay thanks and that's as far as it goes yeah no I've had clients like that yeah yeah, but you know even though you've had Mm -hmm. clients like that I do even just from myself as well you know our meetings with savvy and talking about off the hook in the business development you actually even though I know what's going on you still explain it in a way that really helps people to understand what's going on a hundred percent and get excited which is why I really wanted to do this last episode to finish off our series together because it's hard to actually know how to do that. And I know a lot of our clients have been asking for tips about communicating the reports. So mm. let's... And how to read them. Yeah, exactly. Them. Exactly. And how, to get, how to actually get information from them and how to teach them how to use these reports as financial tools. For their businesses. businesses. Yeah, that's the thing. And um, so... I thought we could just really finish off this series with a home run and share some of your insider tricks from all the years of experience <laughs> to help our, our clients, help their clients stay mm-hmm. interested, continually learning and growing through using their reports. So for the last time for in our series I have created a list (laughs) in this list this time it is my five well our five tips to explaining financial reports for business owners so this is for our listeners this is for you guys to be able to communicate to your clients Mm. hopefully you guys learn a thing or two or just have some fun listening to us (laughs) one of the two so my first tip is probably the most important one to be able to do all the rest of the tips and that is think about your audience and you do this really well Sharon we were actually before (sighs) recording this we were talking about two different potential clients you were talking to today and how different you immediately started to talk to them that's right. Um, and you've got to be able to know, well, what type of professionalism that you can actually go to, you know, is this person a full-on professional so you've got to have that right speaking tone? Mm-hmm. Um, 
or can you actually have a little bit of a joke with them you know but also think about their backgrounds um, in how you're explaining these reports as well because just because they're the director or owner of a business doesn't mean that they actually have a clue in what you're saying Um, you know if they have a trade background then they're not going to understand a lot of the accounting terminology and I find like a very good example personally that I had with this was my husband who was a fitter and turner by trade but when he got his promotion from you know being on the shop floor then he went to production manager and he's now a general manager um, running an engineering shop and we were talking about reports this is a few going back quite a few years and I said but what about your balance sheet yeah. and he goes what's that and I've yeah. gone oh Alan what is a balance sheet this is one of the most important tools that your business needs and he looked at me blankly but you know I had to remember that this guy's a tradie you know mm. he he's not even come up through business schools to become own a business he's a tradie I had to remember that, that he has no idea what all this was and to be able to explain to him step by step and it was like going through well, assets, liabilities, equity on a balance sheet. What do they all mean and what is it and then how to take the information, you know, and it was just going through step by step saying, you know, like this is how much money the business has in their bank accounts. This is all the assets that you own and here's your liabilities. This means what you your business owes in how much GST is currently owing at any particular time, how much is owing in um, payroll liabilities, loans, and when you take your assets and your liabilities from your assets, that is your equity and what equity actually means for a business. So you've really, really got to think about the the person that you're Mm. talking to. Do they have, will they have business knowledge? And a lot of business owners, yes, will have business knowledge. They'll know exactly what it is, but... A lot don't. Particularly when it is, you know, like one of the clients I was speaking this morning, you know, he's he's a tradie. He renovates bathrooms. So give him a, you know, tools and he knows exactly what he's doing. But when it comes to his book work, no idea. But he was that personality that I could sit and joke around with at the same time, but knowing that they don't have that knowledge to understand this report is saying to them when you put the put it in front of them so it's extremely important to understand personality yeah as well as the background of that person you know what I definitely yeah mm. I definitely agree you have to tailor your reports and the way that you communicate with them mm. depending on each client you can't and to be honest I do the same with mentoring there's especially yes. di- digital marketing digital marketing for a lot of people is just like a different language for mm. as bookkeeping is. So depending on who I'm talking to, I will actually do a Loom video and explain it in a different way each time mm. to a different client to make sure that I'm speaking their language, their terminology that they know, and yeah. that they're going to, at the end, have that light bulb moment. That's what you want as a bookkeeper with reports. That's, you want that light you know, bulb moment. That's, that's really, really, you know, a good way to put it because like, yeah, I'm an accountant. I can spin off accounting terminology till mm. the cows come home. But if you were to come to me and talk to me about digital marketing, I would have this blank face. Like, yeah. what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. So you have to then, you know, that's how you have to think about it when you're speaking to your clients with reports. Mm. You know, you've got to be able to, got to break it down. Their, 
yeah, speak to them on their level, but there's quite a few professionals out there and you've got to make sure that you don't dumb it down too much because then they're going to get insulted. Yes. So <laughs> you can't blame them doing that. Yeah. I would get insulted too, but um, yeah. that kind of leads me into our next thing. And it's something that you do as well. So I actually got inspiration to writing this tip is <laughs> showing rather than telling. And yeah. This really helps. A lot of people are actual visual learners. And when I say visual learners, I mean the whole package of seeing and hearing. That's yep. how they learn and that's how they can comprehend things. I'm actually one of those same people. Mm, I can read. A... Yeah, I can read a document. You can give me a textbook. But if someone is sitting in front of me doing like a webinar of the exact same content, I understand it. 10 times more so much better because I'm showing you how to do it exactly yeah, exactly yeah yeah it's yeah. it's incredible and some of our other clients do this as well they were doing it for COVID in all of the updates and it mm. it was incredible it's it's when you're turning the report that is all numbers that intimidates and makes your clients immediately not hyperventilate but get anxiety about you what is this? What is yeah. this report? Yeah. yeah. By turning it into a Loom or a Zoom meeting or something, you can make it more interactive, engaging, and visual to actually help them mm. understand their their findings. And yes. I know you do that in your Zoom meetings that you do with some of off the hooks clients. Mm. And it's really helped them. Yeah, and it's really hard to explain this without something in front of me to show how yes. you would actually do that. But, you know, by pointing out a number and explaining where this has actually come from and a lot of things, um, you know, going back to previous sessions on cash flow and stuff, mm. they go, okay, but why isn't that car payment showing up in my profit and loss? Yeah. You know, because then you have to be able to explain and show that it's actually affected on your balance sheet because it's a loan repayment, but the interest portion of that comes out of there to be put onto your profit and loss to show that part. And, and it's sometimes you have to go back and, and actually show how one actually affects the other. You know, it's something I've had to go back a lot of the time saying that what happens in your profit and loss will always affect your balance sheet. You know, when, mm. when you buy, um, products you know you see that coming on your cost of sales but it's also coming on your your creditors because you owe that money you haven't yeah. paid for it but when you've paid for it you know it's not actually going to be shown on your profit and loss it'll only be shown on your bank's your balance sheet through the bank the balance going down and your creditors going down so yeah it's a matter of actually showing where all these numbers are coming from and going to for those people that really don't understand and and a lot of people go oh Okay, yeah. so that's why. Yeah, mm. and there's a few different ways you can do it as well. Um, I wrote down, and we're we are going to be doing a blog uh, document with this, an actual blog article about these five tips, guys. So if mm -hmm. you do miss anything, don't worry, it's going to be a blog article. Um, but I actually wrote down a couple ideas of how bookkeepers can start doing this and explaining it in different ways. Um, mm. The one way is doing visual reporting tools. The easiest way to do it, you know, graphs, charts, 
table. Oh, they can be so confusing to say. I was just going to say, <laughs> but they can be con confusing. So then the next step is then doing a loom video, doing just like what you said, actually explaining each step of the way. And it's something that I actually trialed. I, the other day for, again, one of my clients that wasn't a bookkeeper, they needed to create this really advanced email marketing sequence that needed to be done. So for me, it was super easy. I very easily within half an hour just created it, but then I needed to teach them how to do it. So what I did was I did about five minute Loom videos. I did about three or four of them where I took them through step-by-step step in actual series of okay so let's say let's go through your your actual balance sheet mm. I talk you know I would be talking about that breaking it all down doing the key points that they need to think about next video okay so you have your balance sheet now let's go into your cash flow and see how that relates and where mm. things are here and by doing it in, and I sent it to them in order, I was like, please watch this in order. And I titled them really clearly for what they were going to learn. And at the very end, I included an, a booking link where if you still have questions, please book in and we can do a Zoom session yeah. to go through it. And that allows you to then, you know, so you spend 15 minutes on Loom to explain the you know, three different reporting documents that you're sending out to your clients. It's only 15 minutes. <laughs> and you that know? 15 minutes has probably relieved their minds so much because exactly. it's more of an understanding. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, if they do end up needing to book in a like one-on-one -on -one Zoom meeting consult with you, that's okay as well, because in that you can show more value from your own knowledge to them and really help them become more, I'm going to just say in love with you, more loyal mm. to you and your business, because you're taking the time to really explain it. And typically once you do that, they will understand their financials and their business will actually grow, which will mean more yeah. work for you, which well, helps that's everyone. It because then it comes down to word of mouth. Exactly. Oh, you should have this person because I now know exactly what's happening. A big thing that's always come to me is that, you know, why am I having, you know, why I've got all this profit on my profit and loss, but where's my money? I've got no money. Why mm. is that? And then yeah. to be able to explain that using your profit and loss at your balance sheet together to be able to explain this is why there is no money. And generally it's your loan repayments and stuff yeah, like usually. that. Usually. Having to be, you know, usually that's what it is, you know, or it's this money that you're taking out of the business your personal expenses that's why you have no money yeah. in your bank account so there's a lot of things that you need to put together it's not just that one document when you're explaining things to a client yeah. um, but you've got to also listen to what they want because exactly. it's no use giving them all these reports and they they're like oh. okay no that's, that's right I yeah, don't know what great. to do with that no what's that meant to tell me yeah. <laughs> you know so when doing reporting for your clients I suppose the first thing is what do you want to know? That's the mm. first question you've got to ask. Yeah. So that we really got to, you know, I suppose it comes back to thinking about your audience. Yeah. Don't assume that they want to know all this stuff that you're spending hours on reports that they don't mm. need. Yeah. Do it in yeah. a way that you know is going to help them. Yeah. Ask yeah. them what they want to know. And, you know, sometimes those reports might increase 
as time goes by because then they'll go, okay, so do you actually want to know that now? Whereas they might not think they do to help them grow. Mm. Yeah, I love it. And that kind of goes into my next tip, which is explain what's behind the numbers. So with a lot of business owners, if you give them a number, that's great. But if you can actually break it down into terms of how it can actually help them, you know, breaking down, okay, so this is your profit and loss, where it actually goes in and tells you how much money, let's say for a product-based business, this is Mm. how much you spent on manufacturing and sampling your product. This is actually what you're selling your product does. And this is how much you've sold this month. This is the difference. Mm. And, you know, actually breaking it down into ways that they can understand the the solid... Also going in, like, especially when it's product-based business, you know, like having a gross profit, you know, being Mm. able to explain first the difference between gross profit, net profit and operating profit. But, you know, you may be making this product for $100, but you're selling it for 90. So unless you're doing lots of quantities, your gross profit may not actually be that good because you need that gross profit to pay for all your overheads. So to be able to break each particular one down in cost versus sale Mm. Or even to be able to look at those figures and go, well, these are all the products you're selling. You're not doing a lot of sales in this. Is it worthwhile continuing? Or do you need to up your marketing in this particular line to increase those sales? Yes. And Mm. that goes with service-based businesses as well. And it's actually something I'm in the midst of doing with my partner where, Mm. because he has a product-based business as well as a kind of hobby business. And he also has a service-based business and I'm in the midst of going through and we're like, should, should we really be offering this anymore? You don't really do it. And when you do it, it's a massive headache. So that's right. Should that be an option? Yeah. Yeah, Is it worthwhile doing? But also for those in the sales businesses and you've got Mm. a team of salespeople, you know, you can pull up those sales reports saying employee A is doing this much, employee B is doing this much. You know, you can actually get them to be monitoring their employees to make sure that everyone's pulling their weight, you know? Yeah. And, you know, employee A is doing so well. Should we be paying employee A more and, you know, maybe axing employee B or reducing the pay or reducing or creating instead of reducing the pay, creating a payment system where they have checkpoints or, or if, is, is employee B actually struggling and they just yes, need some help? Exactly. So these are the different reports that, you know, your clients can be using if you know, I suppose you've got to be looking at their business first to say, mm. hey, you know, can you be looking at this as well to be able to point that out to them? So you're offering that better service, which is actually promoting your business. Mm. It's looking at the big picture instead of the small picture of just the numbers. It's okay. I know what the Mm. numbers mean, but Mm. let's look at the big picture of the client's business and tell them that. You know, what are you doing? Are you just doing their book work to create a dollar or Mm. are you actually involved in their business? Do you consider yourself part of their business because it's such a vital thing that you can point this out and show them? Yeah. yeah, I love it. It makes such a difference. It really does. And it does, you know, it shows the difference between just a bookkeeper mm. and a bookkeeper's service. Yes. Oh, you I know? love that. You yes, know? <laughs> it does. And then it... that's what it does. It shows, are you just a bookkeeper just putting the numbers in for them? 
or yeah. you providing a bookkeeping service that you're actually involved in their business and you know you actually want to help them succeed that you can actually you know spend that bit of time recognizing and looking at your client's work to be able to help them a oh, report yeah I love that I think that's going to be the key takeaway from today's episode <laughs> I love that are you just yes. a bookkeeper or are you a bookkeeping service providing mm. answers to the bookkeeping reports you know are you doing more yeah. yeah are you doing more than just putting the numbers in you know I and I think sometimes we've got to look at that in ourselves to you know in what we actually want to be doing ourselves as a service as a business you know, and particularly if you're wanting to grow, providing more of a service will then help hopefully that word of mouth and people going, you've got to go grab this person because of what they're doing for me. Yeah. You know, mm. love that. Oh, I love your brain. It's great. <laughs> it's great. And it actually kind of goes into my next tip, which mm. is, and you've already mentioned it, which I love that you already mentioned it because it's such a big topic, is removing the financial jargon. Yeah. You, our clients as bookkeepers aren't accountants. They aren't bookkeepers. That's why they hired us as bookkeepers. They don't want to have to learn all of this. They don't want to go to school and do a search for an accounting or get their BAS agent license or yeah. anything like that. They, they, that's they what they're paying us it. for. They want to go out and do what they know best, you know, yes. and that's selling a product or, you know, building something or whatever their business may be. You know, that's what we're here for. And yes. sometimes when explaining those reports to them, you know, you've got to remove some of that jargon, which comes naturally to you, mm. um, but you've got to remove it and, and, and speak on their level, which comes back to that first point, know your audience. Exactly. Um, you can actually speak that financial jargon too until the trees come home and it's not going to matter because they know, they'll probably know more financial jargon than you do. Yes. I have come across that. Yes. Um, and yes, that when that happens, you kind of get, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like it takes you off. Oh, no, but sometimes they, they know these words, but they don't actually understand it either as well. Yes, actually, that's true. Those. Like they're coming across thinking, I know all this. And then you go, okay. So You're using this. that word wrong. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're using that word wrong. <laughs> I love it. So mm. kind of what I tell clients is when you're first learning and getting to know a client, just don't use the jargon. Just don't use it. Yeah. Don't use it. Pretend that you're speaking to now, not in the tone mm. of voice by any means, but pretend you're speaking to basically a nine-year-old and you are explaining yeah. reports to a nine-year-old. Yeah. So Again. instead of saying, like, here's your creditors, go, yes. you know, here's a list of the accounts that you owe at the moment. Yes, you know, exactly. It's just things like, and you can slowly bring in all that jargon because, like, yeah, you know it, it's creditors, you know. Yes. Some people, some, most people do too, but some will actually appreciate you using the term, the bills that you owe. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. And it, it's a way so that you don't overwhelm them at the beginning. Yeah. Um, mm. And then, as like you said, as you go, you can start using the terminology. You can sneak it in there, and they'll slowly learn it. And I do that with our clients mm. with the savvy bookkeeper. I'll first, you know, won't use any marketing terms, and then slowly I'll start working them in. Mm. And now, when I talk to some of our clients, I'm having conversations like I would to a fellow marketer, but I certainly didn't do that to begin with. Yeah, but like and when you are using them, explain like when you go through 
and because like I've come across this quite a lot mm. you know so I'm explaining my profit and loss and here's your sales here's your cost of goods cost of goods is this this is what your cost of goods yes. is just so a reminder not, yeah just you know means. so this is you know that's why because a lot of people go but you know it costs me for rent to be able to produce this why is it rent put up there so you know so, oh yes yeah so you know this is the cost of the materials for you to make that that item that you're selling which is now going to give us our gross profit to be able to pay for all our overheads like our telephone our rent our electricity our office expenditure and stuff which is now going to give us our operating profit but then on top of that we also have our other income and our other expenses which aren't really business the business related but not running of the business you know like our job keeper is and other income mm. and stuff that's yeah. now going to give us our net profit for the business so you know we've got there are all these different terminologies that you've got to remember do they actually understand the differences yeah and when it comes so, to reports as well and i do this with our clients as well is before i even start having the conversation a lot of people have been calling me about you know digital marketing presence and mm. just digital presence first off i'll begin so what do you know about yeah. creating a digital presence? Because then that yeah. helps me really position on how I talk to them. Exactly. And it's the same, oh, exactly. you know, you're, you want to talk about your profit, your P&L. Well, okay, what do you know about your profits and loss statements? What can you tell me that this is telling you? So exactly. I know what you understand. So I know how I can explain it further. And I can tell you what I'm seeing from this report. Exactly. And that's by doing it, it's a way of talking to them on their level, but without making them feel stupid. That's you right. Know? And sometimes as bookkeepers, you also need to go and have that lesson yourself. Yes, because, absolutely. Because there is a lot of things that you can learn, mm. but it's also life experience, like from me, also from mentors that I've had throughout my career mm -hmm. that can tell you more about what people can get out of this report than what you think yes um, you've done that with so, me actually yes. with some of your reports I've been like oh I never even even thought about thinking it that yeah, way that's right you know how you know comparing different periods and and mm. you know there's the ratios you can put in and look at your benching ratios I mean I'll look at it and people will just go oh, yeah well that's what I spend in wages and I've gone yeah but do you realize that you're actually spending 54 percent of your sales in wages the benchmark oh. of your industry only 27 yeah so we need to look at this you know so there are things like that that bookkeepers also need to learn mm. um that a lot don't know mm. yeah and it's just so, again like you said it's just experience it's talking it's experience. to other people in the industry and mm. and knowing being them. okay yeah and being okay also to know that you don't know everything that's it and then help and get advice and help you yeah. know don't be scared to ask yeah. for that help to understand oh because until I learned about benchmarking and percentages and ratios it was like oh you know it was a light bulb moment for me to, to not even think that your employees your wage component of your business is actually a bit too high and you need to actually look at it because for, for the industry that you're in yeah. so there are different other things that you can be taking out of a profit and loss to let your clients know yeah, I love it. And again, that kind of leads me into the next point is putting yourself in their shoes. Mm. And I think the easiest way, it's very similar to think about your audience, but 
This one is more about considering your clients, what they're focusing on to help mm. you communicate their figures in a way that they understand it. So it will actually benefit them. Yeah. Yeah. So just it's, it's a paper that they're going to go, oh, okay. And throw it across the room, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's really important. And so like I wrote it, an example for us to kind of talk about, because again, you love cash flow reports. Mm, and yeah. because <laughs> for this series, we specifically had you create a savvy cash flow report that people can now download and use for themselves. So if you guys do want to take a look at that, it's in our savvy shop. But I thought it would be great to go through this because these are questions that I've created that you can bring up in a cash flow report and then have a, a meeting with your client mm. about. So if a client is going, oh, I don't know if I can pay past next quarter, or I don't know if I can hire a new employee, or can I add a new product or service to the company? This is what I'm thinking about doing. Or can I purchase mm. that new equipment that I really need for my business? It's a big investment. It's a big outlay. Can I actually afford to do it or do a repayment system? Yeah. The cash Sorry. flow report will help them do it. And once you can put yourself in their shoes and go, okay, so this is what they're worried about. I will explain it so that they can answer these questions. That's right. And actually you can then show them you know, as you know, we were saying before, visually show them that, you know, going on the trend that you have at the moment with your spendings and your receipts, you're not going to be able to afford your next pass. You're, or you will have plenty of money to go and get that new piece of equipment or hire somebody because this is what your bank's going to be looking like. So, you know, and it's really, and I think that's why I've um, developed my cash flow to make I it. I love easy the way for that you do that. Yeah, so I you love can the way. actually see that you know mm. you're plugging in that loan repayment or that payment that comes out every month. You know you can see that it's going to happen, and mm. um, to be able to know then that you're going to have to increase your sales to do this, or you're just living it's, on cloud nine. Don't worry about it. just do what you want. <laughs> buy whatever you want. Have yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I think I'm going to have pay rise now too because of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's also one thing as well that I haven't even written down actually is. Once you help your clients understand the value of their financial reports, they will better understand your value. value. And then right. you can do that annual increase that you've been wanting to do with them. And they will have no problem doing it because they will immediately see, mm. yes, this is definitely worth it. You know, or it's that extra income that you can um, put mm, onto your client by yes. saying, I can provide this to you now, this service, it is going to cost X amount per month, but this is what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. And it's something you that know? you can say, let's do it for this quarter because March, yep, we're to about you. to finish mm. doing JobKeeper. So let's take a look at what's going on and figure out the game plan for next quarter. Mm. And once you do it, once they fall in love with the process and you explaining these figures to them, you can be like, would you like to do this every quarter going forward? Mm, that's there it. you go. That's another surface right there. And there's your, your sale increase at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of really goes anytime you help clients understand their figures and the reports more, you can automatically 
start increasing your business as well. It kind of goes, once you help mm. your business, your clients' businesses grow, your business grows, it goes together. So yeah, hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when we're talking about bookkeepers who are wanting to grow their business, we're not always talking about getting new clients. It's maximizing the clients that you also have. The services that you can provide to the clients that you have. Yeah, yeah and, you know, then which comes back to what are you, just a bookkeeper or yeah, are you a service? Yeah, mm. and it, it makes all the difference. And you're so good at it. Like, Sharon, seriously, I, I, I know we keep saying it, but I don't <laughs> know if you really understand how good you are at just making people feel comfortable with also not knowing what you're talking mm. about. But at the end of the conversation, they understand it and they feel really confident in themselves, which... I think as bookkeepers, we always forget that people don't know what we're talking about. But I'm doing a lot of renos at my house lately, and they keep coming in. And this, the bricky, our bricky comes in, and he talks so fast, and he does all these things that we need to think about. And half the time, I'm just sitting there smiling and nodding my head, being like, I have no idea what's going on. But if you think that's a good idea, then let's do it. That's the same reaction that most of our clients get, that they are smiling and nodding and going, oh, yeah, that's great. Or, oh, no, that's not so good. And then they just completely forget it. I'm horrible with all of our tradies in our house right now. They're telling me all these things. And I'm like, yeah, awesome. Nope, let's do this. Let's do that. I walk away and my partner goes, okay, so what was going on? I'm like, so they said some word here that that's not ready yet because that's not ready yet. And they said some terminology with that, but I didn't really understand it. So I just smiled and (laughs) nodded. It's the exact same thing that our clients have. It's, I think, you know, tradies, because they're so good at what they do as well, just like bookkeepers. And they know, yeah, they know their job inside and out, that they forget that we aren't tradies, and I have no idea what they're talking about. Because, and that's the thing, like, when you're offering all the reporting and stuff that you can do for your clients, it's like I was saying to a prospective client for us this morning, you know, Mm -hmm. you can consider us your financial management team Mm, you know not only will I just keep your books in order I can look after everything else for you you know I can help you with reports and knowing what you're doing with your sales your cash flow budgets you know I can do whatever you would like and we can start off with the minimum and work our way up that you can actually be confident in knowing that you have got a finance manager Mm. on your side not just a bookkeeper yeah and that, mm. that's a big difference, you know, as long yeah. as you also, I just want to do a disclaimer, as long as you are equipped to actually give financial advice it, as yeah. well, that's a really big thing as well. Then mm. these reports can be amazing for your bookkeepers and um, for, sorry, for your clients. And to be honest, it will help solve a lot of the stresses your clients mm. have an ongoing basis. I know some clients of ours, they have clients that they every time they call their their client is in a state of panic or consistent overwhelm or stress and it's actually amazing how you explaining their financials to them eliminates Mm. that because financial stress is one of the biggest stresses for individuals and for business owners 
once yes, you can take anyone. that away, yeah, once you can take mm -hmm. help take some of it or at least away, whether it's good news or bad news, because sometimes it is bad news, at least they know. And then well, that's it. And yeah. you know, to, to actually um, know what's happening and know what yeah. could be happening is a tool to be able to help prevent yeah. worse things happening. Yeah. And mm. then, you know, you can go into, okay, so this is not going well. You can't pay your bass. What can we do to mm. fix that? That's right. Mm. You know, it, it makes such a difference. So thank you so much for joining me with this series, Sharon. It's It's been so great to be able to share your love of doing reports and also helping clients understand them and love them like you do it's it's great it's great so I really hope our listeners have learned and enjoyed getting to know you as well because you're just a gem of a person and I love to be able to share that um I've enjoyed being here and coming along this journey it's um it's been wonderful I love it I love it and do you do you because you have so much knowledge do you have any parting words you would like to share before we finish this series I know you can go on days and days about reports yeah. but um do you have any other parting tips or words of wisdom no I think with yeah. the tips that we've all got I think the main yeah. one being the first one we had just know your yeah. audience you know get to know them so well don't think of them as client a know them as Fred you know yeah. and being able to talk to them about the footy or whatever else they might like to do, mm. you know, helps them have that personal relationship to be able to help them more as well. Just really know, know your client, know your audience, know what they want. Know, so that way you can help them know what they need, you know, because, yeah, because they may not know what they need and you won't know to begin with either until you get to know them, then yeah. you'll be able to help them more. Oh, love it so much. Thank you. And Again, if anybody wants to say hello to our amazing Sharon, please feel free to join our Facebook group, which is I Heart Bookkeeping. Make sure you answer all the, the questions that we have. And um, also, if you want to get your hands on the cash flow spreadsheet template that Sharon made for these series for you guys, it's a nice, really simple, ba it, I'm going to say basic template, but it's not basic. It's just... Been yeah, it's been designed to be easy. <laughs> it's been designed to be easy to use and easy to read, yes. which is great. It's, mm. you know, cutting out all the silliness, just making it nice, simple, upfront. Mm. It's basically you in a template. Because <laughs> you, you, you're so easy to get along with. You're upfront, you're to the point, and you're wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm it's, it's to get out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> it's my goal to help grow your head just a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have that and we will also be having our five tips to explaining financial reports to business owners in our blogs as well. That's always just a free resource that we have. So make sure to check that out. And as always, guys, stay safe, sane and savvy and have fun talking about reports. Yeah. Amazing. Talk to you guys later, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week. So subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. 
visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.